Are you ready now? Jessica? I didn't get my countdown, Joseph. Five, three, <laughs> one. one. What up, huh? Off the elevator with Jessica and Joseph. Well, what what's up? What you been doing? What I mean, you know, I'm I've been doing a lot of stuff, man. You need to move that fan closer to you. It'll angle. You need to turn it up. No, some. I'm good. I'm good. If you need to turn the the speed dial up on it, you can. Don't be deflecting. Tell me what I'm, this what you've been doing. I've been working. I've been hunting. I've been podcasting. Volunteered at a race. Uh, uh been working out. Speaking of working out. <laughs> Don't. You can't start right on the rip. Speaking of working out. <laughs> now, I've razzed you a couple of times. And there's no better way than to get right down to it and to have on recording what <laughs> you say. Absolutely. So I can explain the situation. Well, well, let me break it down. All right. Break it down for everybody. For for the people that listen. So me and you and Cooney, my mm-hmm. youngest son, mm-hmm. was in a little workout competition. Mm-hmm. And it was recorded on the app called Strava. So what we did is we took August the 13th to September the 13th, and we said, okay, you work out a minimum for an hour each day. And at the end, whoever has the most time is the winner, right? Right. So (laughs) we take off on this journey working out, and... I mean, for the most part, I guess, you was probably 50-50 mornings and evenings. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. If if one was more than the other, it wasn't much more. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? I guess. I didn't even look at it. And I was probably, well, don't guess. You know what you did. Well, I don't know if it was 50-50. Do you don't feel that it was close? I mean, I don't know. It was 30 <laughs> days. Did I do 15 days morning, 15 days afternoon? I don't know. Maybe. So anyhow, it was close to 50-50. So, I feel like your workout's dogging me. Workout's... It's on... We was in a competition, I'm dork. just saying. So we was... Uh, Why are you so worried about what I do? We was in a competition. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, y'all. You hear this? Competition. Okay, so let me finish. Let mm-hmm. me break it down. Mm-hmm. So, and my workouts was... Primarily in the evening, I would say 80% evening, 20% morning. I feel like it has nothing to do with it. So, so a schedule, a schedule was sort of established by each one of us on when we work out. So it's pretty evident whether Jesse got her workout in for the day or whether Joe, aka Cornbread or Cornelius, got. <laughs> Got his workout done. Now, Cooney rolled on, hit, what, four hours and something and said bump it. Six. Was it six? Mm-hmm. No. He ended up with six. Okay. But at about an hour four, he was like, nah, I I'm not doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. So the way it went is in the beginning, you had a substantial lead because I missed the first day for whatever reason. And you took it upon yourself to do more than an hour for those first few days. <laughs> right. And as I was... I okay, yeah. Yeah. So, 
Then I caught you. I whittled away at your time. I wore I wore your time down, wore it down. And I seen as I wore your time down, your actual workout time, as I did more, you started to do less. Mm-hmm. You, you, I mean, you was just like, oh, this, this joker right here, I, there ain't no way I can keep this pace up. So then you hurt your foot. And maybe, I'm not, I don't think I'd missed a day yet. But anyhow, so you miss your foot, hurt your foot. And you miss one day, I work out, so then I'm ahead of you. And then you miss the next day. And I'm like, well, okay, it's a rest day for me. Anyhow, <laughs> you know. Your story is going on way too long. I've got to set the criteria <laughs> so these people There's know. There's no criteria. Listen, that that's a quarter of the way through the challenge. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> so then I'm in the lead for... A week or so, and you are. There's no way I can catch you. There's no way I can catch you. I just can't catch you. I just can't catch you. You were being ridiculous. So I said, You were hmm. walking miles in your driveway just to spot me. So, so I said, Well, I've noticed that my team member, who is also my fellow competitor, does less when I do more. So, how can I help her out? So, I missed a day. And you took advantage of it, and you pulled ahead for a few minutes. So there was numerous days where we went back and forth. Mm -hmm. But because I was already in the lead, when I would do my primary workout (laughs) in the evening, I would always get back ahead of you. Right, because I've already worked out, and you knew exactly how much to work out to exceed me. So so then we go on through. Which is not fair. Like you... like. First of all, you knew exactly, and you would do it. You would do. So I'm glad you, you said would that. do a couple of minutes more just to spot me in the I'm, evening. I'm glad you said that. So hold on <laughs> to it, and don't forget it's recorded. So as we swap back and forth, swap back and forth, it comes up to where one day, for for whatever reason, oh, I hurt my. No, I still worked out the day I hurt my leg. Yeah, but anyhow, I missed a day. And I can't remember why. It's not important. Then we go on. And now you're pretty much not like way ahead, but you're you're keeping like 30 minutes a day. 30 minutes a day. So then blah, 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 I do my thing. I do more. You do less. <laughs> now I'm in the lead. Right? So then I have to volunteer on Saturday. So I miss my workout Saturday. Now. All these workouts I missed, I could have very well done, but I didn't. From either being lazy or just didn't do them, which is about the same thing. But anyhow. (laughs) I don't don't understand what you... (laughs) Y'all, I'm about to shake his head off. It come down to the very last day. It come down. You put in the work on that Saturday. You did like an hour and 43 minutes. Your longest workout to date. That was Jesse's coup de gras. This is my the last round. That's not I, why I walked that long. I can either knock him out here or that, it's going to go to... That is not the thoughts I had. Let, you are making stuff up. Let my explanation of my competition be mine. Oh. So just hold on. You'll get your turn. <laughs> so... 
you said, and here's the last coup de gras. He didn't get to work out. He was volunteering, you know, doing stuff for other people. <laughs> so let me let me try to destroy him right here. Yeah, because I'm a snake in the grass. <laughs> Not to be trusted in a competition. So we go on Sunday, pretty much tied up. You had like, what, 15, 20 minutes on me. And I said, okay, Monday, it's in the bag. It's in the bag. She's going to do her workout in the morning. By the way, another hour and 40-something minute workout. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and just try to put... Side note. Over two hours. In the midst of this 30-day challenge, I started at an average of two and a half miles a day and ended with an average of five miles a day. That is a self-improvement for me, not a coup de gras. Oh, <laughs> hold on. I will get to your accusations. Accul- wow. Next. <laughs> so Monday comes along and I say, okay, this, this is an easy win. This is an easy win because she's going to put this in. She's going to do her normal thing. She's going to push me. I've got it won. No problem. That's what you get for being so, lax. So. <laughs> Go back to what I said. I'm glad you said that. Please remember that. <laughs> My final workout, PM, in the night, she decides, okay, I'm sure he's asleep. He is beating me <laughs> by two minutes. Was it two or three It was minutes? five. He is beating me by five minutes. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying, you know what, you won. Good job. I'm going to get up and go check the mail and do that. How long was your 1117 workout? Tell the people how long it was. Like seven minutes and 30 seconds. (laughs) I literally walked the entire street that I live on all the way down and all the way back, which was a nice little walk. And I only needed five minutes, but I ended up with seven. Do you watch football? Not much. No, we baseball. Do you watch baseball? (laughs) Hold on, hold on. Do you watch baseball? (laughs) Yes. The World Series game seven. (laughs) Oh God, y'all! I'm so sorry. Bottom of the night. This is going to end up being a really good podcast as soon as he gets his head out of his rear. The runner comes home. The the catcher. Tags the runner. The umpire calls him out. Right? He's out. Whoa, no, no. Instant replay. Instant replay. (laughs) Instant replay. Y'all just see his face right now. It's so so, serious. (laughs) So here come all the umpires together. And they all get on the screen. And from one angle, he looks safe. From one angle, he looks out. One angle he looks safe, one angle he looks out. The logical thing to do was to go with the original you're out, the eyeball perspective, the what actually happened. But no, they decide. I can't with this analogy. Oh, my God. They decide he's safe. What in the, the heck entire does this have crowd, to do with anything? The entire crowd in the stadium is ticked off. They storm the field. 
They jump on the... He says, you know what? I'm going to go on a podcast and say I'm wrong about what I've done to this person. Ready? Your turn, Jesse. (laughs) Wow. Go with it, girl. First of all, I already told you. You finished your workout, and as soon as you did, it notified me on my phone. I didn't have a plan to get up and (laughs) go for a walk. I didn't. He totally is totally making me out to be (laughs) ridiculous. The truth will stand when (laughs) When the the world's on fire. Miss Workout Stalker. (laughs) Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Now I can't I can't uh, tell the truth on this, <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> Y'all listen. Fair is fair, okay? Is it did he No, he didn't win. I totally won. But I'm not a competitive person. You pushed me for oh. 30 days to be the best that I could be to win. And I did. And you need to laugh. <laughs> He's trying to hold it in. It's hilarious. His head's going to pop off. You did really well. You won the workout challenge, but it was from some ghetto instant replay that just happened to give you the win. So congratulations. But also, <laughs> oh, now she, what, what is that? The, the shift head? The sh- did you just try to steal my thunder and call it cheating? Negative. So this would have been cheating. The workout wasn't over the competition until 1130 today. And you didn't know that. No, I didn't. But me and Cooney knew it. I could have just easily slid that booger in on you. But <laughs> well, I didn't. that would have been cheating. But I didn't because you worked your tail off. You did good. And we had a conversation two or three times about walking all the way up to midnight. Yeah, you did you good. You didn't think I would. Congratulations, JC. 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 <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> Jesse. Did, did you forget my name? I did. Wow. <laughs> Congratulations, Jesse. <laughs> good job. Thanks. It was fun. Do you feel like you won? I feel like uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like we both won. One what? I mean, we had a goal to see something through all the way to the end and give it everything we got, and we did. Do you think you gave it everything you got every day? No, but I don't think anyone can. I mean, I think mm-hmm. there were days where I could have pushed myself through the the pain. And one, I, one day you missed because it was raining, and that's ridiculous. Um, Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I could have, but... um. The first part of that, I, I did a couple of other. I mean, or maybe that was the other thing we did. All joking aside, JC, you, <laughs> you did good. Seriously. I want a coffee mug with that on it. You did good, no joke. No I'm, regrets. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm proud of you. I mean, I, I did walk up the street at 11.17 at night with the biggest smile on my face thinking, there isn't another person in the world that could have convinced me that this is what I would be doing. Are I you, would have never. Di- I just that I would have no, no. Are you thinking? Are, are you sure you wasn't thinking he just did six point eight eight 
miles in two hours and two minutes. And he thinks he won. And he's probably sleeping like a rock because he poured every possible thing he had into it doing his normal that was not your normal let's be clear you knew how far behind me you were okay y'all listen he (laughs) knew how far behind me he was so he did he forced himself to do 6.88 miles so he could get five minutes ahead of me so don't act like you didn't have that planned you pushed yourself intentionally in your driveway for 6.88 miles what kind of lunatic does that just so you could get five minutes ahead of me because you knew what it would do you knew the moment i saw you five minutes ahead of me what it would do you look at the day before I did 6.95 miles the day before. Yeah, because I did one hour and 46 minutes and you couldn't stand it. It just happened to be. And you did like one hour and 48 minutes. Stop playing with me right now. It just happened to be my new standard as the the competition is ending. Oh my God, you about made coffee come clean out of my nose. Your new standard? How do you know that midnight strolls were not my new standard? You can't just. You don't live on the side of a lake. You can't throw in new. Y'all. That's something you do with beautiful scenery, not a a subdivision with the police and the fire truck running back and forth. I'm proud of you, even though (laughs) your butt hurt (laughs) about what I did. Cooney said you was going to do it. (laughs) You knew I was going to do it. But you you have to say, hmm, I'm glad. I'm glad that you didn't crush my midnight stroll <laughs> by doing more today when I didn't realize the competition yeah, still had. Yeah, because that would have been unfair. What I did was not unfair. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't. We knew that the challenge, together, we thought the challenge ended at midnight. And if you knew that it didn't and you didn't tell me, that is cheating. I set the challenge that up. That is cheating. I set the challenge. That is cheating. So you led me to believe the challenge in. in I, di- okay, y'all, we're, we're being really boring for them. They do not want to hear us bicker back and forth. Positivity. Oh, I got some positivity for you. Come on with it. Go. <laughs> we're speaking about positivity today, y'all. He's been trying to talk about positivity for a grip. I know it. Well, Bust it's your it. topic. Bring Bust it. it. I just talked about the Strava. Bust it. Let me, let me get a sip of coffee. Well... The first thing that I think of is kind of where I have been for the last few weeks, um, which I will have to tell you is probably not the definition of positivity. (laughs) Um, But with that being said, I have had some, you know, crazy thinking and weird feelings and whatever. Lord knows what's going on. But, you know, when I have those moments that I feel like that, one of the things that I'm most grateful for is the positive people in my life. Because, A, I have to give it to you (laughs) for being one of the main people that are like, listen, everything is fine. (laughs) Everything is fine. And, and, you know, I know you were going to talk about some other things, but I was thinking I started reading that book that you, um, bought for me and I saw it laying here somewhere can't uh what's it called 
Walking with God. Walking with God. And let me just tell you, absolutely amazing. And one of the things that I, I read in that was about, you know, interceding and praying on behalf of the people in your life. And I think that for me, in in kind of my attitude in the last few weeks, had it not been for the prayers for that other people had for me, I probably would have stayed there. You know, um, you know, I work a program, which everybody knows, and I have an amazing sponsor. And, you know, sometimes I go to her with complete insanity in my mind. And it doesn't make sense. And I'm running around. I can't. The forest for the trees. Or yeah. The tree can't, for the forest. Can't see the forest for the trees. I don't think that's it. Yeah. But you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just realizing that I, I need to slow down. You know, I need to, you know, try and practice the principles in all of my affairs, right? So if I am in insanity, I have to come to believe that a higher power greater than myself can restore me, Mm -hmm. right? And then at that point, I have to turn it over. And when I do that, the sunlight of the spirit shines in. Right. At that point, I am able to give what has been given to me by God. Right. And and when I can't do that, I have to have people around me who can do that for me. Right. Well, you know that that's that's what I was going to get at is when you know you can get in the way or I can get in the way to where prayer and it, you know it makes you feel like crap to say it, to, but prayer or just saying, "Okay, I ain't gonna pitch a fit. Uh, you got to sneeze. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I was thinking uh, about this. I was thinking about something in this book when you said that, so I wanted okay. to look it up. Go ahead. And you know, still, still not give a positive persona, so to speak. Right? Not have a a positive attitude. But one thing that that helps me a lot is when. Uh, People in my life, you know, Cooney gets to work and he's just a smiling and chipper and school was good and you know what I'm saying? And Right. Uh, and then our, let's say somebody you know asks you to do something that you had never in your life fathomed. Such you, as? You would even attempt to do. Such as, uh, I'm not going to mention it right now because it may not happen. <laughs> it could be anything. Ima- imagine, imagine somebody ask you something that they have enough confidence in you that they ask you to do something that you see to be teetotally out of your wheelhouse. Take all the time you need to find whatever you're looking. No, it's for. fine. I, I, I just keep going. Uh, that's teetotally out of your wheelhouse. Has that ever happened to you? I mean, you've been asked to lead companies, to lead teams, and stuff like that. But I mean, to- I, but the, my my credentials. So those are things that I interview for, interviewed for, and sold myself for. You know, the opportunities that you are given and the things that are asked of you are asked out of you know authentic, genuine 
desire for what they see radiating from right, you, right. which is not the same. So that is an example of somebody else pouring in to you, somebody else being the light. You know what I'm saying? And that is infectious. Oh, for sure. It reminds me of my mother used to say to me when I was younger, you are the company you keep. Right, right. You know, and, and for years I always took that as negative, right? Like if, you know, and, and I have used it negatively, right? You know, and if I'm talking to my kids and it's like, you know, people who don't, people who don't do drugs don't hang out with people that do drugs. Or if you do, you're going to do drugs, right? You know I mean? Like when being younger and, and thinking when your parent says that. But it's also, it's also the other way. Right. The moment that we're walking in the will of God and that we're doing the next right thing, we need people who are walking in the will of God with us. Right. Because, you know, A, where there's two or more, let's be clear. Right. And we've said it a thousand times, iron sharpens iron. We we need each other right. to continue to grow, to pour into other people. Right. And if we don't have that... Because we can't be that all the time because we get in the way of ourselves. Mm-hmm. You and I talk about that all the time. Like, okay, how do I get out of my way? And we pray that that God helps us get out of our own way, which right. is out of our own thinking. You know, and we've talked about this before, too. We We even sober can have really messed up thinking right. if we are not spiritually fit. You know, and that's kind of where that goes to. So, you know, it's uh, how much thought do you put in or because and don't take this the wrong way because you're a woman. Wow. Because of your God, he says stuff like that's ridiculous. (laughs) Why would I take it the wrong way? Because I'm a woman. Can I just take it the wrong way? Because I don't agree with you, despite what my gender is. Women do not like somebody to talk about their age. True or false? True or false? False. First of all, you you can't say all women. The majority of women. But but stop. He's okay. really not a sexist pig despite is a sexist pig. So I think you need to <laughs> I, I think you need to give one more disclaimer on that. I think you made them think you were a sexist pig by saying don't take this the wrong way because you're a woman. You didn't say don't take this the wrong way because you may disagree. You said because you're a woman. Okay. Because of your age, <laughs> do you feel, and however you feel about it, I really don't care. Because you're old, <laughs> do you feel that. I'm 35 plus uh, tax. <laughs> do you feel that it's easier for you to pick, to get somebody to be a real good judge of character a lot quicker or is it easier to, for you and your faith to say, oh, this, this, I feel this person's been put into my life straight up by God? I don't think it has. I mean, a- everybody, nothing's by mistake, right? Oh, for sure. So, so I'm not, I'm not saying somebody's not put into your life by God, but you said, you yeah, said yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? No, 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 right. So I don't think it has anything to do with age. I probably used to, right? So there's a difference between age and wisdom. And one of well, the things I'm I'm speaking specifically on your age from your experience, is it easier for you to have a good judge of character from the beginning, not the person's age? No, I, I mean that's what I thought you meant. Okay, I'm sorry. But but despite my age, I mean right. you know do I am I able to discern 
right? Right. The people that come into my life. Um, in sobriety, I am, I discern differently, obviously. Um, and I, I use sobriety and maybe that's not fair. I mean, the, the closer, and I have to say that because I've said it before. I mean, you know, God brought me to AA and AA brought me to God. So I, I definitely have a closer relationship and a deeper understanding of that in my sobriety. Um, but one of the things that I noticed outside of that, before I got sober, despite the fact that I was 40 years old, I wasn't that great of a judge of character, <laughs> you know, and in some, and part of that is all the broken parts, right? Uh-huh. So, you know, people who are sick are attracted to people who are sick. You know, people that are broken are attracted to people that are broken. Well, it's, it's probably along the lines, it's, it's a little bit different, but if you call a friend and go to pitching a fit and having a rant, especially if it's about another person, I find that they're more apt to jump in with you and be like, oh, yeah, you're right, that person this, this person that, that person this, this person that. I think it's easier for somebody to follow along with that than it is if you call somebody that's upset or in some way and you're being joyous and sprite and happy and everything else for them to hop right on right there. You see what I'm saying? Does that hmm. make sense? Yeah, it's kind of like, I mean, I don't I think about that for a second, but it reminds me of, <laughs> this is so dumb, um, Google reviews, right? Like if you go somewhere and you are given excellent service, or if you go somewhere and it is the worst service you ever had. Right. Those people, the people who have received the worst service ever are going to be the first ones online posting a bad Google review. You're right. We're not posting good Google reviews for our excellent customer service because part of that, part of us feels like that's expected. That I'm glad you said that. That's what I was trying to get out and I couldn't place it in my head on how to do it. Mm-hmm. We, we are quick to pass the negative and to do the fit pitching but we're slow to give the positivity we're slow to to stop and say hey that's not how it is at all this day is great you you are so blessed you know what i mean right you, you i see this is going on in your life and this is going on you're doing awesome and, hey, have you thought about this? And, man, it was good to talk to you. I'm glad you called. If somebody calls pitching a fit and ranting, how many times do you say at the end of the call it was good to talk to you? You're, you're If you do, it's probably not. Sincere. Right, right. You're just right. It's just what you're supposed to say after you end a phone call. Right. So even, in, even if you are in a good mood and, and being positive and you're talking to somebody that's in negative – you're you that's liable to overshadow what you got going on what you're talking about it is more likely right i I feel like that that happens and i think you and i had a conversation about that one time you know us letting the icky bleed off on other people and not to be real book heavy on this book but it really is like it was given to me at the right time in my life. And, uh, 
we had a conversation about transferring spirits, not right. to be all weird and, you know, creep people out. Right. <laughs> but they don't understand it. But but it's a similar thing, right? If you if you have a spirit of confusion or a spirit of loneliness, you know, it can be it can be given to someone else. And the same thing goes for disappointment or anger or whatever the negative emotion is. Right. You know, it is, you know, but I also find that the more positive people you have or I have, we us people have in our lives, the easier it is to flip that switch. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. So we're walking down. I mean, you know, let's be clear. Being in active addiction, alcohol was what we used to make ourselves feel better. Right? Absolutely. Okay. So we're, you know, if we had a bad day or we didn't feel good, we have a drink. We always felt good. I think the conversation we had, and I don't know, it was recently, a couple of days ago. I mean, we, we, in all intents and purposes, thought we were fairly happy. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you yeah. know, we really did. Yeah. Um, We didn't know what we didn't know. Right. Right? Yeah. So we weren't seeking that. We weren't seeking the fitness in our life, the health in our life, the, the spiritual connection in our life, all of the things being, you know... In, the good, good marriage and happy children and enjoying our job. And I mean, the list is endless. It, it was fake, fake positivity. Because everything was fine. Right. Because the moment we poured it down our throat. Yeah. We're good. But it was, I don't know, masked positivity, fake sure. positivity. For uh, sure. Until it wasn't. Right. So you, you think, all right, so stereotypically, right, the, the categories of, drunks so to speak air quote is a mean drunk somebody that gets mean and wants to fight when they're drunk oh yeah or the or the brown bag you know under the bridge guy yeah are you talking about a hobo (laughs) (laughs) i I mean you know what i mean like you know people like oh an alcoholic you think you've lost their job and they've lost we've had this conversation too you know they're they're low bottom that's what right so so then you got the people that say oh i'm a happy drunk yeah that was me i'm a i'm a happy drunk and when i'm drinking i'm happy and i'm positive and you know i'm laughing at everything and right um but really you're not being positive you know what i'm saying i think about a lot of the conversations i mean you try to have a deep conversation while you're drunk we try we let dude i feel like we have had several deep conversations what you guys have to go back and listen to uh our podcast uh uh drunk prayer is that what it's called? Yeah. I think that's what uh, yeah. it's called. Where we talked about how we, you know. Get Our drunk faith, maybe. Drunk, drunk faith. Something of yeah. that nature where we, you know, talk about getting all spiritual and whatnot. Yeah. You know, all serious and deep. and, um, But even then, it wasn't positive. No, absolutely not. You absolutely know? not. It was all about that feeling of the flesh. You thought you felt good. You thought that you you thought that everything was fine in that moment because of the drink. Well, that's but, like saying if you have a freaking if all you ever have is a New York strip and you never have a fillet, and then you you don't even know that there's a fillet. Have you heard of Wagyu? 
I, I, what? It's a different it's subject. A, it's, I'm going to need you to pronounce ragu with an R. No. <laughs> it's a type of Japanese steak. But anyhow. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Right. Like, like, you you know, um, you you don't know. So you think it's, and I won't, nec- I, listen, I'm not sitting here saying that I thought it was the best there was. You know, but part of that too is not having, not being connected in in my faith, right? So that I can't do life without connection to my higher power. My higher power is God, you know, and I, I mean, if I don't have that, I can't do it. Right. So what I do and what other people do is they find other things to change the way they feel. Right. You know, and alcohol is just one of the things that I mm-hmm. use to do that. Um, but it's, it's when you're in that, you're in the dark. <laughs> you know, when I was drinking, I was in the dark and I would get moments of sunlight, mm-hmm. you know, and it would always be the same thing, right? Like, oh, that's not possible for me, you know, right. and, and that's just not, not that, not that I had. I can't explain it, right? It's not that I didn't believe that Jesus loved me. I did since I was a kid. It just didn't resonate as I was one of them. (laughs) You know, the chosen ones, if you will. Um, I knew that, I I mean, I believed, but it it was just standing outside looking in. So all of the positive that tries to come against you is like, no. Right. No. No, that is ridiculous. Well, okay. So, Jesse. I made it sound come against me, not like, you know, but you get what I'm saying. So, Jesse, a little over a year, sobriety. Bob. Bob Popple. (laughs) Wow. Bob Popple is day 15. No program. Jesse, he's down in the dumps. Three key positive points from Jesse to say to Bob Popple right now. All you have to do is not drink today. That's it. Right. That's all that he has to do. That's number one. Right. Or that's one of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's another one? Call someone. Call someone. Anytime that you feel any kind of way, call another alcoholic. Call another addict. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it sounds ridiculous or feels ridiculous or you're absolutely insane in your mind. Right. The moment you call another addict or alcoholic, they're going to understand and it's going to give you relief. Right. Number two. Number or The third <laughs> one. That was two. Give me the third one. Pray. Pray. No matter what you believe, no matter what you think, You know, part of understanding that there's a higher power is that everyone, almost everyone, right? Even the people who say they don't, Mm -hmm. we didn't just imagine ourselves, you know, whatever it is that you need at that time, it's okay. But just pray to whatever power is greater than you. Right. That's the three things I would say. The three positive things. I don't know how positive they would sound at the time, but they were very, very positive for me. Right. You I know, think, I think um, those are 
understanding that I was okay and that I just, you know, but I was desperate, you know, and I don't, I don't always see it like that, you know, um, it doesn't always show up as, as desperation. You know, my, my first attempt at sponsoring someone, uh, it appeared that she was desperate, but it, you know, everybody gets it when they get it. Right. You know, it's not, you know, it's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. You have to want it. And, um, you know, sometimes people want to quit and sometimes they're not ready and it takes what it takes and all of the slogans and take it easy and don't take yourself so seriously. And, you know, but showing up, just having, and I didn't know. So that's important too, which we talk about that too. If, if, if someone feels like they don't have someone, man, the recovery community is huge. Right. I mean, it is huge. And, and being, you know, on our Instagram and the people that post and share and like what we post and the things that I share that other people, I feel like my day would be different without that. Right. That, I mean, that is, you know, now my own, my personal Facebook, I I use, you know, I have, I use it to uplift myself and other people. Right. You know, I don't, I don't vague book or post personal weird things that make, I don't know. I don't do that kind of stuff. I think that we have an opportunity to share what we have with other people. Right. You know, and that's not just for addicts and alcoholics. I mean, that's for anybody, right? If you, if you have faith or you have positivity, you should share it. Um, well, that's, you know, that's one thing I've, I've found since, you know, I've started, um, since it's been more regular for me to give my testimony and it gets easier, right? You know what I mean? The more you talk about it, the more, and it, do you cry less? I will never cry less. I know you're such a tender heart. Um, so, you know, it gets easier, but one thing I've noticed is it is so easy for somebody to say something is negative. Now, if you perceive social media as being negative, that is because you are only seeing the negativity in it. For sure. Right? For sure. Because let me tell you what. Ever since me and Cooney started the Red-Blooded podcast, mm-hmm. ever since me and you started this one, uh ever since I went on the 307 Project podcast, the people that have come into my life, the circle of positive people that have come into my life have all been, mm, the majority have all been from social media. Wow. The majority from Instagram. And I'm telling you some solid dudes, period. Right. Period. And some solid women, period. Some good people. So I see, I mean, you can say driving a car is negative if you get out there and act like a moron. You know what I'm saying? Or if you're around. What are you trying to say? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I feel like you grip that bar of my car a little too tightly sometimes. Sometimes. When you grow up in Atlanta, you got to be aggressive. So, but but you can say anything is negative. Why why in the world do we always look for the negative? Why do we always look for what somebody says that is negative? Right? Regardless of who it is. I give not a fat rat 
Trump or Biden? What's, what is going to be told? It doesn't. It's, what is going to be passed on to you? It's not going to be the positive. Well, it's no. Gonna, it's going to be the negative. Well, right? it goes back to the old saying, it's easier. Or, and I don't know. I mean, I'm about to butcher this all to pieces. But when I used to say, it's easier to pull someone out of a chair than it is to pull someone up in a chair. Right. You yeah. know? Um, and, you know, not to get on any kind of rant or anything, but, you know, it's all about inciting fear. Mm-hmm. You know, negativity and fear is a controlling aspect for a lot of people, right? In relationships, in companies, in politics, it's it's who can control who, you know, and and I am just as guilty as the next person. Oh, I, yeah. Right? Like, I want to be the director and the main actor, and I want to tell everybody what to do and where to stand and how to do it. Mm Because if they would all just do what I'd say, everything would be great. So, you know, I get that. I get that. Um, And I get, you know, being a manipulating person. And part of that, it, it comes from, you know, as far as what we believe in our faith, um, you know, our sinful nature, right? And understanding that, you know, we can do the next right thing. We can right. turn our will and, and, and line it up with God's will, you know, and, and that is done by staying in the word, that is done by sharing with other people, that is done by being of service to other people, Um on a continual basis. Right. Because if we don't do that, we we will be all in our own thoughts, all in our own self. Right. And Absolutely. that is and that is always negative. Always. You know, and that's the, you know, that's the reason for, you know, for always making sure that the people that you surround yourself with, you know, and it's so funny cuz early on in my career, I worked for someone that was really you know, outstanding to me at the time. And, and he said, I always surround myself with people that are smarter than me, that are, that are better than me because I want to learn as much as I can possibly learn. And I always carried that with me. It's like, I want to have people around me that are, that are quote unquote better than me at, you know, my job or whatever. And you know, what happens in life if we don't deal with our stuff and if we have addictions, is that gets warped right. in a really bad way, you know? And one of, one of the things, you know, being we run, we're either, you know, better, greater than, the grandiosity is be off the charts, or we are worthless, not worth a crap, mm-hmm. you know? And staying in the middle of the road, that's where our faith comes in. That's where the positive sunlight comes in the people in our lives that go hey you're out of control (laughs) right you know my sponsor going oh you have an issue with the relationship with this person you know and we talk about it and she says hey how about you look at this person as an equal how about you go into this lunch with this person and and look at them as an equal not as you are better than they are right and having someone to bounce those ideas off of that I don't go, you know, I don't carry the baggage that I have created myself, you know, in into the current relationships I have and the new ones. Yeah. You know? Well, 
you know, that's a, a lot of times when I get all judgy mm-hmm. on somebody, it's a, uh, it's, it's negative. It's never from being in a positive, having a positive mindset. Yeah, no kidding. Judgment, it's, judgment has just an, an awful. I mean, when people say judgment, we're all like, fire. Yeah, it, it comes, <laughs> it comes from being, you know, some stupid way. Well, and it comes from also. We were both raised Southern Baptist. Judgment has a lot of heavy meaning to it, and it was always a negative aspect growing up for me. Right. You know, I mean, if you you're, I mean, you're in the church. I mean, it's judgment is coming. And that was always, that's serious. That's, you know, so when people yeah. use the word judgment, it carries, an, and it carries a negative connotation. Right. Yeah. So, so when I think, when I think that way about somebody, I, I, you know, I have to realize that I wasn't right to begin with in that situation. Oh, word. You know what I mean? The, the positivity, the being in the light wasn't there. Oh yeah. They always, so, and I say it all the time, spot it, you got it. Right. Anytime I get all antsy or pissed off or looking at something somebody else did or they rub me the wrong way, it's almost always because they have done something. Wow. Whoa, cousin. I know. I'm just like, I got all fired up over the microphone. Your your hands flopping around over like a fish. (laughs) They have done something that the behavior they have or are having or are doing is something that I have seen or done in myself. Mm-hmm. And that was pointed out to me, you know, in recovery. And that's something that, you know, I have to be cognizant of. Because if I ask myself, why? Why is this person upsetting me? Why is this person, why am I looking at her going, she's not getting it? What's her problem? If she would just do X, Y, and Z, all of a sudden I'm better than she is. Well, let's be clear, I'm not. Right. <laughs> You know, I am not, I I should have, could have, and would have, Mm -hmm. you know, by the grace and mercy of God, there's some things that didn't happen to me, but could have that. I mean, like, let's be clear. I'm no better than any, any other addict or alcoholic. And that's just the way it is. And, but I do that too, you know, and, and I have to turn around and go, okay, how, instead of saying, why didn't she do this? Why didn't she do that? If she just do this, how can I serve that person? Right. Well, it, you know, it gets hard. I mean, it, an example of that too would be uh, if a friend calls you and is just in some type of way and, you know, ill and pitching a fit and cussing and you're trying to pour into them and they're just not being receptive. I mean, they build up a wall and you are just constantly being, you know, trying your best to be positive you you know you're speaking word mm-hmm. you're talking to them and they it could possibly go on all day it could go on two or three weeks that person be like that that's that'll wear on you yeah you, you know? have to turn that over and pray to god for them right now, now that's easy for me to look at you and say that but i i know how hard it is to to let it go as as far as being a controlling person because I'm like oh, I can I can make the situation better right you know if I give them another another this or another that or if I say this or if I say that then I get into that works mentality which which is where I've been you know that I make it happen I can do it on my own I have control of what's happening well and and not so much saying leave that person you know because you you're gonna still want to help them right but if you're speaking the truth. And you're being positive, and 
let's let's say they're they're just not open to receiving it period and you like you said turn it over and go to god about that i feel you should have no problem at all walking pulling away from the situation especially if they're being so defiant what they're speaking is dead on not truth sure and and you and you know for a fact well there's discernment yeah and that's not being as egotistical that's not being you know what i know i'm right mm-hmm. and you're wrong and you're just not listening you know what i'm saying i'm not saying in that fashion but if you know you've done every possible thing you can for that time, I think it a lot of times it is better to back off a little bit because if not, it's going to twist you up. Yeah. We have to ask God what he wants us to do. Right. Which a lot of times I forget. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. I have this time with God. I try to have this time with God every day. And, and I'm like, why don't I just ask him what I'm supposed to do? you know, and do the next right thing that's in front of me and, and how, and a lot of times what I figure out is if I, if I am authentic, right. If my motive is right, he'll give me something. And I'm not talking about like, you know, I'm not trying to be weird and you know, here's your answer on a plate, but sometimes a sequence of things will just happen. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's him moving. Right. You know, outside of me, once I let him, once I let God move and I'm not standing in the way trying to do it, but it, he, it, he's only going to move if we give him the freedom to move. Right. You know, if we invite him into the situation. Right. And that's something a lot of times that I don't always do initially. I have to get to a completely frustrated point. To go, okay, God, you know, it's like, it's like, okay, I have to try A, B, C, D, E, F. Once I get to G, maybe I start asking God to help. Right. As opposed to going, okay, A, God, please help. Right. You know, but when I do that, I have a more positive outlook. I don't get twisted up as fast. I don't get as negative as fast. You know, I, I have the ability to go. This is the way it's supposed to be a lot easier than when I do the Rubik's cube in my mind. If I do this, what about that? What if I do this? What if I say this? And I do that a lot. Right. Um, You know, so it's a good reminder to have people say, okay, have you turned it over? You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, I got a room full of people every day. I mean, have you, you know, step three? I don't know. Right. I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm on step three again. I'm like, I'm constantly turning it over. I'm like, come on. It's like a, it's like, like I said before, it's like a game of tug of war that I am uh, eventually, let's be clear, he always wins. Right. So I just need to uh, be smarter about it sooner. Be in the light. Word. And you will be positive. True that. Yeah. Be in the light and you will be positive. It will be infectious. Yeah, it is. You're pretty infectious. You know, um, and, and, you know, being in the word is something that's really important for me because I feel better. But it's crazy because even though I know it makes me feel better, even though I know it makes me more positive, even though I'm more resilient and I radiate and I'm kinder and gentler and have more self-control, I still let myself get out of that. Right. 
you know, right. and and that reminds me that I still have a force fighting against me. You, you know, and, and I cannot do it alone. And mm-hmm. the good part is, is I don't have to do it alone. I just have to be willing to receive. And sometimes that's hard, you know. But I can let one certain person every day crank me up. And, um, man, I don't want to say it's a struggle because it's, it's all right in front of us what to do. Mm-hmm. Just like you said, I'm being in the word, but you know what I mean? It's all right there and I can start out really good. And the last five minutes of the day could make that whole day seem like it had been a negative day in, yeah. in, in which it hadn't. Right. Well, that's exactly what we, what we used to do about drinking. I mean, like, I'd be like, I'm not going to drink today. I do good. Yeah. I, I get all the way to the afternoon and I'd be like, ah, let right. one thing, let one person say something out of the way or something, you know, right. and it's all. What do you think about positivity? It's important. Very. That was real generic. I just busted out. It's important generically about being positive. Okay. We'll, we'll come. <laughs> what, what is the opposite of generic? Come authentic name, name brand authentic come name genuinely brand. authentic um you know it's more than it's more than positivity for me mm-hmm. um you know it's not it's not a slogan on the wall you know the little cat hanging on the rope it says hang in there you know it's work it's putting in work and effort and and you know when you're going to be a positive force for someone requires work. Absolutely. You know, you cannot give what you do not have. Right. And we're not meant to give in and of ourselves. Right. Word. We're not. We're, he asked us to come to him. He will give to us for us to give to others. Right. So if we don't have, you know, or take the time to be filled by God, we have nothing to give anyone else. That's right. Except for what is meant for us. And that literally lasts about a second. <laughs> right? If that. Right? Yeah, like right. you're it's good. You get to work. Everything's great. Somebody says something stupid. Yeah. And let's be clear, somebody's gonna say something stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna be asked something stupid it, if, like up front. If if not somebody, me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, you're going to be the stupid one. Hey, I've, I've been there, done that. Right. And then and then you've spent everything you had because you weren't filled. Right. You were, you were giving of your reserve, which, you know, let's be clear. What I have is <laughs> in and of myself is garbage sometimes, you know, because it is what we take in. So if we have taken in, you know, so-and-so said this at work and you know, my kids are doing this and this is happening at school and that teacher made me mad and this friend said, you know what? And then somebody cut me off in traffic, like what I am taking in. And then I just want to veg out watching, you know, Law and Order SVU for three hours and that, you know, I'm taking that in. I mean, I have nothing in me but garbage. Right. <laughs> and then, Absolutely. And then someone wants to come at me with something dumb. Yeah. I'm finna cuss somebody out. Wow, cuss, chill out. Right? But that's what happens. <laughs> right. You're we, right. Then we turn around and say something stupid, 
when we have no idea what that person is going through. Right. But we have no capacity to have sympathy or compassion for them. Right. And, you know, that's one of the things that I, you know, have learned, you know, when I, I go to a meeting every day and I sit in a room of people who tell me how to stay in the middle of the road, how to turn it over and how to be a good person. Right. And I know, you know, that in addition to my faith, right? So it's twofold. It's like, yeah, I know I'm supposed to be a good person, but I have, I now have practical rules, you know, principles, guidelines. I say rules, they're not rules, but guidelines to follow that say, hey, just lean this way, you know, and don't say things that hurt other people's feelings, you know, pause. Yeah. Think before you speak. Like, you know, the things that we do, and it's not easy. I, I know I, know I can intentionally give somebody a look that'll hurt their feelings. Word. And, like, mean it. And, like, what do I, and what do I say to you? Thank God we're not all sick on the same day. Yeah, believe that. Because we would be in a rough spot. Well, be negative. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Positively be negative. A true statement. We need to work on that, homie. Quit playing around. What's I wrong know. with you? Every day. Just keep pouring when in and I'll up, keep pouring in. When you get up and be deviant at night to beat somebody in a competition <laughs> at 11, 17 in the morning, don't get, wake up. You and, said the prime word to begin with. Competition. It's on like Donkey Kong. You didn't lay no rules down that said I couldn't walk whenever I wanted to. You just assumed because I regularly walk early in the day that I wouldn't walk in the evening. But you didn't say you can't walk in the evening. Just remember this. I had plenty of time to destroy you today, (laughs) and I chose not to. Yeah, because that would have been cheating. I chose to lift you up (laughs) in victory. (laughs) How about that? I'll share my trophy with you. Good job, Jesse. You too. It was fun. Y'all, please leave us a review on the Apple Podcast thing. I mean, on anything. What? On, how do, do people know how to do that? How do you leave a review on Apple? For all you Android people, I, you ain't got to listen because I don't know. You could leave it on Spotify because I feel like that would be fun. Yeah. So please leave us a review on Apple. Yep. They can figure it out themselves. And let us know if you want to do a fitness challenge, cause I'm just saying. No, I'm I'm doing my own training thing right now. I got something going on, so that there's no fitness. Joseph is a punk. Wow. <laughs> wow. And tell him tell him what you got going on, Joseph. No. Oh, it's a secret. It's a, it's all a secret. You know, bust out. Check it out. If you want somebody to talk to, and you feel like there's nobody to talk to. I myself, and I'm only speaking for me, am no expert. But I feel like I'm sort of an expert on my situation, on my opinion. Yeah, we're experts to, on well, we're expo- experts on I'm our experience. I'm working on it every day. Word, I, more is being revealed. My God, word, my God is praise to God. Shoot an email to off the elevator at gmail dot com, and I'll holler at you. Jesse may holler at you. First of all, if anybody de- hollers at you, it'll be me. Depending if it's not 
You'd be mind. like, did you I'm check not, that email? I'm not going to beat a dead horse about cheating and oh, stuff. So. I did not cheat. So, Y'all, tell him. Send him a message on Instagram that Jesse is not cheating and did not cheat in this competition. I done told you my social media is positively only. <laughs> that so is positive. I can tell you right now they're not going to send Jesse is the no garbage to me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesse, I really enjoyed this. It was fun, as Pos- always. Positivity episode. And uh, I know you got to get that baby back to the house. Baby. He got that schoolhouse tomorrow. Man, I don't miss those days. Well, hold on. I do wow. miss those days. Way to rub it in. I, I do miss those days, but I'd have to say there's nothing like having a raccoon that can just get up on his own and go to school. Right. On his own. You know. Yeah. I call him, make sure he's up, you up, and, and you know, he's playing like he's been up for 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah I'm up. <laughs> just, just fed and watered the dogs. <laughs> and I know he's full of crap. Um, All right, boy, let me know when you're leaving. I'll get that text, headed to school. Yeah. Be careful, love you. Love you, too. I literally yeah. screamed at Mason this morning like three times to brush his teeth. And then I'm threatening to come in there and brush them for him. I mean, right. I get a little wore out over that. But that's another story for another day, y'all. Another day, another story. Not so positive, screaming at my youngins. <laughs> really? Yeah. All right, homie. All right, it's fun. We'll holler at y'all. Bye, boo.